Hey Dan, hey Beck. Hello. Hey. I've got a joke for you, but in, this week it's more in the form of a statement. Okay. Dear Math, grow up and solve your own problems. I <laughs> 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 uh, like that one. Good. We're going good. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And I'm Beck. Guess who's back? Back again. Beck is back. Beck's back. <laughs> this is technically your third episode on yeah, the pod. Yeah, wow. Can't get rid of me now. Jeez. Basically a co-host at this point, Beck. We'll have to get you a shirt. I think I'd like a shirt. Yeah, Thank cool. You. I can't nice. believe you don't have one. Yeah, I can't believe it. Sorry about that. Yeah. That also reminds me, um, we, got, we got some merch, Tim. Should we like create a little e-commerce store on our website and just start selling <laughs> off yes. our merch? Do people want that? We've got a bunch of shirts. We gave away a bunch at ZeroCon. We did. We got a bunch of coasters, which we're still about to put live for you to get free ones if you mm. subscribe. Um, so keep an eye out for that because, yeah, that's all happening. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want a shirt, reach out because... There's a few winners of shirts, which we're sending those out to as well. Yep. Do you have the box with the shirts? It's just in there. Yeah, perfect. We'll, mm. get, a, we'll get that happening. They're really good shirts too. Yeah. 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 Shout out to uh, Rana Sign Design yeah. for giving yeah. us a great shirt. Went to that up in like two days for us. <laughs> yeah. We're, su- we're super organized. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Okay, so last week on the podcast, well, last episode on the podcast, we spoke about uh, what we learned at ZeroCon for accountants, Mm -hmm. but they're only some of our listeners. So what I wanted to do today was what did we learn at ZeroCon for small businesses? Because there's a lot of you out there who are small businesses listening to this podcast who um, are wondering, well, what's in this for me? So Mm. good news is we learned a lot. And there's some exciting things happening and there's a bunch of stuff going on. We've got a few interviews after this, um, one with ServiceMate yep. and one with Kogo, yeah. who's an exciting announcement that I think we'll probably start off with. So yeah. um, that was one of the biggest things that I learned at ZeroCon. Free, free product for business owners. Mm. Uh, if you're using Zero, you mm. can sign up to Kogo. Yeah, and what, what Kogo is, is, um, you know, we've often spoke about sustainability in, in business, right? And, and our view on sustainability is it's not just the environment, it's also your financial sustainability, it's your mental health, physical health, all those things. But what this is, and something that's really been difficult for small businesses, is to find a way to figure out and report what your um, carbon footprint is on the world. Yeah. And so I think like businesses who want to be seen as more sustainable mm. and doing the right thing by the environment, mm. um, this is like a really exciting thing for them yeah, because absolutely. you can actually now report on it. So if you're saying you're doing better, mm. you can actually now physically show that Yeah, in the proof. You can't improve if you can't first know where you stand. Exactly. So I think yeah. this is so important. First step is yeah. measure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. And then compare mm. over time yeah. and you can show your growth. So. You might think it's a bit of a weird name to Kogo. But Kogo. I've been thinking about this. Mm. So carbon, what's the um, <laughs> what's the scientific labeling for carbon? CO. CO2. <sighs> yeah, CO2. I also thought about this. Carbon go. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, I just I have just <laughs> rocked Dan's world. Yeah. <laughs> See, me and Tim worked this out on our own, but we're glad that How did how did like Beck I understand you, but <laughs> Tim, you're not a science guy. How did you come up with this? Is this a swear button? Yeah, yeah, it is. 
Fuck off. That would have been long there. Uh, get effed. Get That's how you do it. Yeah. All right. I don't know science very well. Yeah. But also... I did listen in class, in school. I was a nerd. Yeah, right? you were a nerd. It's true. We were both nerds. I'm, actually, you know what? Beck, I don't know what you were like at school, but I'm assuming we're all nerds here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you just you took a bit of a leap there as well. The other, thing that, the other thing was the Harry Potter audiobooks. Heaps of people like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and I've listened to them, so I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry about him, That's okay. I'm a proud nerd. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Be- actually, let me illustrate this better. Beck, what were you doing last night? <laughs> researching a new app for us to use. <laughs> Love it. The best. Yeah, classic. All right. So, um, yeah, so this sustainability app, it's currently free. Mm. You can go to the app store for zero, download it, connect it in, and it actually just, based on your expenses and the suppliers, it analyzes um, where your- How much carbon. Yeah, how much carbon is coming from that. Mm. And then it, the best thing about this, it doesn't just measure, it then gives you a checklist of steps mm. to how to reduce each one of those things. And as you do it, you tick it off and, and you reduce and your you carbon footprint. And you can pick like a big action, mm. which mm. might seem overwhelming, mm. but then you can, it breaks it down into small yeah. steps on how to get to that big action. Yeah, that's amazing. So I think it gives a lot of guidance. I set this up the other day um, oh, nice. for my partner's dad's mm. yep. business. And once you connect it in, it does, um, it tries to automatically match mm. suppliers, mm. but then it'll let you do all the uncategorized mm. ones yourselves okay. and yep. put them into categories. And cool. then it will just use that going forward. So That's awesome. it was very, very easy. That's mm. cool. We're definitely going to do it for us. Um, we just haven't done it yet. But what I'm going to do in celebration of Kogo, uh, after this, I'm going to take a quick video of me eating their Kogo cup. <laughs> I tried. I I'm gonna, tried. I'm going to pour a drink in it and yeah. drink and I'm going to eat it. That is yeah, such nice. a good idea. Yeah. Great idea. I like so it. So stay tuned for that on the socials. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what else did we learn for small businesses at ZeroCon? Yeah. Look, I think there was a lot about mm. sustainability and diversity. Mm. So um, they go hand in hand. Yep. And um, my wife is actually a huge advocate for this too, because mm-hmm. if you help um, what is perceived as the minority of, um, you know, it could be race mm. or it could be um, demographic, um, then it helps everyone because it's yep. for the greater good. So there was a lot of messaging about that. There were two speakers. Mm. Um, on the second day who were surprise guests. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't Kanye. It was not Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> that was going to be Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> probably didn't have that sort of diver- like sustainability message, diversity. He, he's yeah. probably, would have been cool then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would have been cool. It's yeah. a bit of feedback for Zero. Uh, I think I Maybe pref- next Kanye? year Kanye. Yeah. I think guest. I preferred who, who ended up there, but, yeah. uh, but Kanye would have been great. It was totally unexpected. Mm. So we had Eve Blake, mm-hmm. who's got a musical um, in S- Sydney right now called mm. Fangirls. Yeah. When she was coming on, I was like, what the yeah, heck same. is this I'd about? heard of the musical. Yeah. Hadn't really looked into it at all, but had heard yeah. that there was this musical. It was unreal. It like introduced the notion that like, we're all a little bit repulsed by fangirls. Mm. So, and, and a fangirl, just think of a screaming young girl for the Beatles yep. in the 60s. Or like today, for One Direction. Justin Bieber. Yeah, or, or Bieber yeah. is like the perfect example. And it's just like- It's such people, a stereotype. Yeah. And it, it, it becomes about more than just those girls. Yeah. yeah. People think it's a bit heinous. Like these young girls are like screaming at the top of their lungs mm. and just throwing themselves at these people. Um, whereas um, the perfect analogy for men or young boys is sporting. Mm. And so- um, How differently we see both yeah. of those things. Whereas yeah. they're the same, same just thing. in a just a different
different genders. So. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So like a young boy crying after his favorite team has lost a grand final mm. is different or seen different through the lens of society right now. Mm. As a young girl crying because their like favorite person in the world has mm. just walked past them. Mm. Um, or they've set up a shrine to like, um, what's his name? Harry, Harry Styles' Harry. vomit. <laughs> <laughs> on the two side hours, of the road. <laughs> two hours after he vomited on the side of the road. shrine for him. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. We're so. getting ready to put a shrine up for you, Tim, on the hair <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so fangirls, mm. we need to change the way we see fangirls. And it, I guess it's just a good uh, reflection upon like the way society looks at things historically yeah. is changing. Um, it, was, yeah. it was a really good lens yeah. to look at broader um, issues around diversity and, yeah. and, and the um, how your perspective on something is influenced by something you're probably not even aware of. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, it, it, was, it was really good. I was both entertained and learned and mm. yeah, yeah, I thought she was great. The lessons for small businesses are embrace that. Yeah, yeah. embrace yeah. diversity. Embrace diversity, embrace different perspectives. Even if you think you are embracing it, mm. question how could you be doing more, mm. I yes. think is, is really the key takeaway there. And mm. there's only positives to come for the people who are the diverse groups or the minority yeah. uh, in inverted commas. Um, but those benefits will also come to you mm. in, in your business and in your There's no downside. Life. There's yeah. no downside. There's, there's no downside. Downside. It's just like the um, environment, like environmental change argument exactly. of, well, if I do something, it makes the environment cleaner. Even if climate change isn't a real thing, it's still, I'm still making yeah. the environment yeah. cleaner. Yeah. Well, what's, the, what's the downside what's the of actioning something? Yeah. 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 Um, so, so, leading on from this, um, one of the very first speakers, I think, I think it was the first day, I don't know, it's all blow, um, <laughs> was, was they spoke about what the next generation of people coming through are going to be yeah. like. And one of the main things is Generation Alpha. So, is anyone born after 2010? Um, And basically, it's like not only uh, are they aware of these things like the more previous generations are, but they actually expect you to be doing something about it. That's their pay to play. Exactly. Perfect way to put it back. Yes. Perfect way to put it back. Um, (laughs) So good. So, yeah. So, they're they're, they're pay to play, uh, you know, Beck said. But um, (laughs) but, 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 but essentially, you know, if you're not... Um, actively diversifying if you're not actively mm. taking different perspectives and, and can be shown to be doing these things then they just won't buy something from you you have it's, to be able to show it as well yeah. you can't just say, yeah. just say like they won't take that yep. they want to see it so. it's, it's part of the purchasing you know um, choice yep. matrix for them yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but when they're but then the other things that they also said about this new generation coming through is that they're going to be the most demanding mm. and they're going to want the most personalized because everything in yeah. their life has been built personalized, personalized yeah. for yes. them since they've been born. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to be the best users of technology. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. so what that means is that if you're hoping your business is around in the future, you know, you're building something for the future, then you're going to need to start thinking about, well, how do you cater for this new type of people? Yeah. You need customer. Yeah. Because, you know, you've got your customers at the moment, Mm. but you're wanting new customers and all your new customers are probably going to be in that younger demographic. For sure. Exactly. And uh, in the business world, that means there's actually going to be more business owners as well who are um, gen alpha Mm -hmm. um, because they're getting started younger because they can. 
Mm. There's like, it's so available to them online through their phone. You can start a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you could start a business streaming yourself of video gaming. <laughs> Plenty of people do. They do. <laughs> They've made probably more money than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a really good one for business owners as well. Think mm. about the customer of tomorrow mm. because it's going to be too late if you try and make those to changes in five years yeah. time. So yeah. start to make those changes now and you can't lose anyway. Mm. It's not going to, um, it's probably not going to marginalize mm. um, older generations. <laughs> yeah. They're not really going to care. I don't yeah. think so. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the other surprise speaker, Tim, I think you were going to mention was Connor. Connor McLeod, yes. Mm. And that was just super impressive. Because oh, I was so impressed by him. This guy is like early 20s um, and he's, he's vision impaired. Um, so he walks on stage and he's got this thing around his neck. Mm. It almost looks like... Um, what are those like keyboards that hang off your neck? That you play? Like a keytar. A keytar. Mm. It always looks like a keytar. Yeah. I was like, what is what's going he's on there? Reading his speech. His it was yeah. him reading. Yeah, That's amazing. Reading his notes so on Braille, mm. and yeah. he was he was flawless with the way he presented mm. as yeah. well. Absolutely. Which is why I didn't know what it was. It yeah. wasn't like he was reading. Yeah. Um, and he was funny. Um, so yeah, he was really inspiring. At the age of twelve, he was lobbying the government to add tactile notes mm. um, for into our bank notes. yeah for mm. our banknotes, so yeah. the vision impaired people can tell if they've been given a fifty dollar note yeah. or a five dollar note. <laughs> yeah, which is like oh, it, basic it, human right. Exactly. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was so fascinating. It was funny, though, when he's like, my luck, though, five years later, we all go to digital. <laughs> yeah, then internet banking. Yeah, internet banking, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was absolutely hilarious. He was yeah. great. Because the way he, he said it came about, the tactile notes idea, mm. was like, there was a Christmas, and I was there with some of my family, mm. gave me some money, and then I had to walk over to my mum to ask how generous, how generous they they'd been, or more likely for my family, how much of a tight ass they'd been. <laughs> thought of you straight away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was really great. But but so some more things for small business owners, apart from sustainability and, and embracing diversity and change and, and these new technologies, um, there's going to be a lot of things happening in zero that are going to make your life a bit easier going forward. Um, and it seems to me like there's all sorts of new, exciting apps and things being developed to help you make payments from zero. Mm. That seemed to be a big so theme. That was very yeah. exciting. Um, mm. So Parakeet is an example yeah. of a software which we thought was really interesting and, and fascinating about yeah. paying your bills from zero. For ages. Mm. So once you were able to pay super out of zero, mm. people are like, oh, does that mean I can pay my bills straight out of zero? Yeah. And a lot of questions I now. get is like to pay the wages. Yeah. 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 Not so having to do that extra step as well. So it makes sense. there was the NAB yeah. um, payments system that was set up in zero, but that, it hasn't gone further than that. And it was expensive. So yeah. surely uh, that's. Uh, yeah. Come. And I asked Lee about that and, and she did say that, you know, they're, you know, just the futures. I'm yeah. not sure about her response on it. She, she sort of dodged around it a she little bit. It. Um, so I don't think Zero is going to build that functionality, but there will be no, but there'll be an app. Yeah, but yeah. you will be able to do it. Is is the point? So mm. it's it's just going to get even more streamlined, and it's all about identifying what your best app stack is, what your best tech stack is to make sure that the flow of information in and out of zero is as seamless as possible. Yeah. 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 And accurate. So and accurate, accurate and, mm. and efficient. So. Yeah. So there was even things like for business owners doing their own bookkeeping, mm. so r making rules in zero is going to mm. be easier yes. because it's going to be machine learning and AI. Yeah. Mm. So it's going to suggest things that are more accurate for you yeah. in mm. your bank allocation. Suggest bank rules instead of having to manually set them all up. That's right. And then if yeah. you're happy with them, you can just say, Yep. Sure. 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Another one is e-invoicing. E-invoicing. And yeah. um, this is this is going to be a huge push mm. from the government because uh, it's going to give more data about how businesses are invoicing each other and how quickly they pay each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're probably sitting there right now, um, if you're a small business owner listening to this, saying to yourself, I already e-invoice. My invoices are electronic, <laughs> electronic <laughs> PDFs. But yeah, you're right. But e-invoicing is the data of your invoice being sent to your customer and going straight into their accounting software. Mm. Um, and that information can also um, give aggregated data to the government. So the ATO will never directly receive the information from those invoices, mm. yeah. um, but it's going to give them the power Which to say, well, businesses yeah. over this size on average pay in 90 yeah. days. And they so get the macro data they don't get. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the, the commissioner assured everybody that they will not receive <laughs> yeah. your sales information <laughs> and, and just uses your ABN. Oh, um, but yeah, I think the, the interesting part of that is said that the next step from that really is the payments through the same yeah. sort of system. Yeah, um, true. And that's one thing that Lee um, did say is that one of their one of their biggest focuses is mm. trying to get people's money in quicker. Yep. And I think the last time we went to Zericon, the stat was if you use a payment gateway, it was it was from average from thirty down to twenty. But twice, this time yeah. she said it's actually twice as fast now. Twice as fast. So if you don't have Stripe, go yep. card or something. Um, and it's a bit different if you're working for bigger industry yeah. inter, um, yeah. institutions and things that government have, businesses. You know, so, yeah. But but if you're working business to business in the small to medium space, if you don't have one of these payment gateways done yeah. uh, in, in zero, which out. is quite easy, mm. you're missing out on, on a lot of your cash flow. So yeah, yeah. So um, just to put that into perspective, if your cash flow is twice as quick, mm. um, that's money sitting in your bank account two weeks quicker, mm. um, which could be a huge difference depending on your turnover. Mm-hmm. So if you receive a hundred thousand dollars a month, that's fifty grand more in your bank account <laughs> than yep. you have right now to pay your bills, yeah. to invest, yeah, exactly, to grow. So, take out as profit and go on a holiday mm. yeah <laughs> so yeah there's a few other exciting announcements product wise of zero they've made as tim mentioned last episode um they've made a bunch of acquisitions in and mm. there's a whole lot of uh, a zero product written underneath yeah. Yeah. Is, these days yeah. um, so finance yeah waddle waddle, waddle. them mm. they're invoicing finance company yep. And they're working with banks, so not mm. just Waddle, but I think it was CBA and ANZ can now yes. both request direct access to your zero file mm. to check that. your turnover and your bank balances. Yeah, um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, I've forgotten the name of the business right now, but they also acquired some um, a payroll business, right? And they're integrating yeah, this so into zero cool. eventually. And what it's going to start doing is going to start tracking like your start and finish time. You can clock yeah. in and out of work using yeah. the Zero Me app. Yeah, you can. So so payroll and compliance around. Um, you know, and some of that more uh, detailed things about, you know, trying to figure out the awards and all yep. that kind of stuff. There's going to be a better solution for that coming through zero soon as yeah, well. So that's, so that's, exciting, that's well. exciting for, yeah. for small businesses. Um, better analytics in analytics plus True, is yeah. another part that they're expanding on. So apparently they've been running pilots on that. So that there should be better reporting mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah. analytics of your data. Um, that. So that's another good thing. Yeah. Um, anything else that you learned for small businesses um, while we're there? I think one main thing was to um, investigate the apps mm. available yeah. to Zero. Yeah. Um, they've just redesigned their app store. So yeah. it's much more intuitive, much easier to navigate. Mm. Um, there's a bunch of reviews from real life people using the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, so just explore that, speak to your accountant, your bookkeeper mm. um, and see what you can do. Yep in that space, I think. I think what is actually one of the things that excited me, and you just made me think of this back, um, with the apps, 
they're talking about in the future and I'm sure this isn't right around the corner but mm. imagine if you use say service mate because that's going to be at the end mm-hmm. uh, as an interview in, the, in this episode uh, imagine if there's service mate functions directly embedded within zero. the zero platform yeah. mm. and that's what they that's what they were saying yeah. so those third party apps won't be all of them but they all have mm. chosen ones that you can view and use within zero within. so you don't yeah. have to go to a different place yeah so at the that's moment cool. they were showing that you can access so any app that you sign up for uses your zero credentials yep. um, and then there's like a little spot at the top of zero where you can li- look at your list nice. and just click it and go straight to it so yep. they're trying yep. to make it easier mm. to, to navigate between the two but yep. having them all in one mm. is obviously the end goal oh, pretty cool yeah because they their are final form yeah it is probably <laughs> their final form great throwback there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so um, yeah, to recap, use the tech that's out there. Um, Zero is going to get better and easier in a whole bunch of areas, including um, payroll, including analytics. Um, if you're worried about your sustainability and your carbon footprint, there's now a solution to go figure that out. Um, which you should be for future should be. generational customers. Exactly. Yeah, you should be figuring out how to get different perspectives um, in your business and how to not just say that you're doing something, but actually... Um, create the change in your business and be able to show it yeah. show it to your yeah. customers show it to mm. other businesses yeah. get it out there probably save some money in the doing so as well potentially yeah. I'm going to hazard a guess <laughs> so that's that sings to me yeah <laughs> alright so um, now we're going to play our interviews uh, from Zero, including our chat with the team from ServiceMate and and Julie the uh, CEO of Coco we'll be back So I'm Julie Lindenberg, I'm the CEO for the APEC region of a company called Kogo, uh, which is based in uh, Wellington, New Zealand. Yeah, very nice, Julie. Thanks for being with us, Julie. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Are you enjoying ZeroCon so far? Uh, yeah, I really am. It's my first ZeroCon. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a lot of people. It's quite a great buzz. Um, just hope I don't catch COVID as a result, but, you know, we'll see. We're all, we're all hoping that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously there was a pretty big announcement at this ZeroCon mm. uh, about Zero and Kogo. Yeah. Tell us a bit about yeah. that. Yeah, so we've partnered with uh, Zero to provide their first sustainability app in the app store uh, so the app's called Kogo uh, and it's about how you can manage carbon or carbon emissions for small businesses yes. okay. I love this because uh, you know we've often spoke about sustainability on the podcast and with our clients and there's so many small business people out there who want to make a difference but they don't know how to yeah. measure it. They don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. So is that the kind of thing that you're trying to solve? Yeah, totally. So yeah. we did some research of like 600 small to medium-sized businesses in New Zealand and Australia. Two-thirds said they want to take action but had no idea how to. And so that's the problem we're trying to solve. Like, how do we make this big problem of climate change and sustainability something that's tangible and easy for businesses to understand? How do we take the jargon out of it? How do we um, make it straightforward? How do we make the UI simple? Yeah, yeah that's the plan. We really want to make this um, easy for people to consume and um, feel like they can make a difference yeah. in the climate change. So. I hear it's free. Yeah, is that right? So that's pretty right. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do have a segment on the podcast called Tim's Tight Ass Tips. So <laughs> that fits very well for me. Oh, that's like free. Oh, um, so what does it take to connect it if you want to use this? Yeah. Because a lot of our listeners are business owners and yeah. accountants who have zero files. Yeah. So 
it actually is really simple and yeah. I actually mean it is simple. <laughs> <laughs> so what you need to do is find that app on the App Store, it's called Kogo, uh, download it and you um, put in your zero credentials and then it will start categorizing your data straight away yeah, and nice. you'll get a footprint. Yeah, so it really is as easy as that. So what, what does it actually tell you? Yeah, so it's going to tell you what your carbon footprint is for your yeah. business. Um, but it's not going to give you like one ginormous number or maybe a small number, it depends on your yeah. footprint. Yeah. Um, it's going to break it down into categories, so it'll say like this is what your footprint is for food or this is what your footprint is for travel. And then underneath that it'll break it down into a little bit more detail. So that's going to give you your footprint, which is awesome, but from there it's like, so what? Like, is that good or not? And like, what am I going to do now? Um, so we've got a whole lot of actions as well. And they can be really big things like buy an electric vehicle, which let's face it, lots of small businesses can't afford to do, but that might be their aspiration. So we've got tasks of things you could do, like review some EVs as a way to get there. Or we've got small things like uh, change your light bulbs to be more energy efficient. Once you're committed to the action, it'll recalculate your footprint going forward, knowing you've committed to those actions and you'll see your footprint reduce. I, I love that because not only are we able to finally get a measurement for small businesses, but now like a checklist of what to do about yeah. it. That's just so easy. Yeah. Is it possible to report year, yeah. year to year so, so you can see yeah. what so, your footprint is? So we're free, is. but we're bringing some paid features. Hey. <laughs> oh, you got me! Because <laughs> we're going to make some money somewhere. Yes, yes. Um, so we're going to definitely bring some paid features in for reporting and yeah. accreditation. I like it. Yeah. Accreditation, that's a good idea too. Yeah. Mm, so, we are, yeah so we're live just in Australia. Cool. Um, we will be moving back to New Zealand to do it later in the year. But cool. um, the reason why we have to be specific is because emission factors, which helps calculate footprint, are very country specific. Um, right. uh, so we want to make sure that we're exactly accurate with our numbers because, sure. you know, if we're going to give you the data, you got to believe it. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we have to be really careful with that. Brilliant. Very good. And uh, is there any other, I guess, future vision type things oh, that you're thinking about with yeah. Kogo? Like what is, what's the end goal? Yeah, what are you thinking? wow. Kogo has a huge vision. Yeah. Uh, so we currently work in the carbon emission space, but we are... Uh, you know, we think much wider than that, the whole um, ESG, environmental social governance space. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're, we're currently playing with the idea of like a marketplace. So like, oh, I'm going to buy some uh, solar panels. Who should I buy solar panels from? Very good. So, you know, who knows? We'll yeah. Keep an eye on us. I uh, like that. Yeah, we're... Um, We've got huge aspirations and we're doing pretty good at delivering at the moment. That's really so. exciting. Uh, one of the things we learned at ZeroCon 2019 was doing good by doing good. Yeah. Um, so like making profits but making the world a better place. Yeah, and, and that's what we're all about, impact and it, having a positive impact yeah. on the world. One piece of advice I'd give those people who are listening is um, start with a small step. Yeah. It only takes one small step. 99.8% of all businesses in the world are small businesses. Imagine wow. if everyone took one or two small steps and impact they massive? would have on yeah. the environment. So, yeah. Well, we love this app. We haven't used it, but we already love it. And uh, we're keen to download it, put it in our own software, yeah. get our own data on it, yeah. connect it up, see what we look like. I hope it's good. Uh, but, <laughs> but even if it's not, don't tell everyone. Just do some actions We'll do the actions and then yeah. we'll like, hey, look how good we are, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, we'd love to talk to you more about it once you know everything's up and running and yeah. not even further. Come on the podcast. Let's do a deep dive on it. Yeah, I'd, love oh, to hear I'd, more. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Tell you what we've learned. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. Hey, how you going? Uh, Darren from ServiceMate, Product Manager. Nice.
And I'm Michael, and I'm the communications manager. Oh, you've roped him in. You've just leaned the we've mic across. Got, got him in. Yeah, we've got the mic. <laughs> That's our role. Huh? So, oh, he's, he's excellent teammate. <laughs> <laughs> so about three, three years ago, we did this exact same thing. We, we roped a few of you in to come have a chat with us. <laughs> What's happened since then? You know, how's, how's life in the world of service made in the past three years? Is, What's been happening? Uh, it's been pretty good. I mean, we've we're obviously been growing. Uh, we've been pretty focused on improving the product for our customers. Like, actually, that's probably been our main focus the last couple of years is just like, how do we make the product better and better, save more time, save more admin, make it easier to use, um, rather than focus on like sales initiatives and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. Very what have been productive. some of the big changes over the last couple of years? Well, okay, well, three years is quite a long time, isn't it? Yeah. So one of the biggest things we did uh, was in response to COVID in 2020 is we launched, uh, what do we call it? The phone system for trades and services. Oh, nice. Essentially, because these trades businesses had admin staff that had to come into the office normally, and they have this fixed landline that they could be yeah. required to do jobs through, to like receive their phone calls, suddenly they couldn't have their staff come in. They had no way of managing that. So we basically built a cloud phone system specifically for tradies. So it's brilliant. It's kind of like kind of like um, what you'd expect Zoom or um, yeah. or Skype to be, but because it was so integrated with ServiceMate, like you have, say, a customer calls up and you're on a job site and all your phones ring. So everyone in the business, no matter where they are, they ring. Yeah. You answer it, and you can just ask them to uh, rattle off the job details. So. Uh, what's your name, what's your address, what's your phone number, what are the details, and then you can hang up. And because you can choose to have your phone calls recorded, oh, wow. you send that into your office, and then someone else can type that in. So you, you're not, like, I, I think, I feel like it just offers this absolutely uh, revolutionary kind of way to operate, where you normally have to real time write this stuff down, and you may write it down wrong, and like stop what you're doing. You can just like gather information so easily and then keep going. That's just like one benefit of that feature. I, I love that. And I, I think it's like just yet another example of everyone who had to pivot and figure out new ways to do things. And now that we're sort of past the pandemic, sort of, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, figure out how, how does that work now in our business every day going forward. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I imagine in the three years though, your your purpose, the whole reason you exist, none of that's changed. You're still getting out there, supporting the tradies. Yeah, I mean, our focus has never really changed from our small business customers. So like from day dot, we knew that we were a product for small businesses uh, and for tradies and service businesses. So uh, yeah, we've never had an eye to kind of try and expand to uh, enterprise customers or anything like that. It's always been, you know, making service mate a really good solution for small tradies with you know sole operators up to 15 or 20 staff that's always been uh, something we're focused on did you find a pretty significant uptake during covid like were there more people turning to solutions like you guys yeah definitely like darren was saying uh, that need to all of a sudden find a way to work remotely and efficiently you know not being able to even come into the office at the start of the day to figure out what jobs are on uh, tradies really had to pivot themselves and because there were those economic factors that made it uh, really appealing to start getting Trading work done in your house, like yeah, everyone yeah. was working from home. You know, things are breaking, mm. so it was actually a silver lining for both us and our customers because they've been so busy uh, throughout the pandemic period. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting times now too, moving forward, because we know 
cost of supplies are increasing and there's more and more pressures on tradies than ever before. Potentially it's actually harder than COVID was, I guess. What are you seeing in that space? Uh, and how is ServiceMate gonna help the tradies that are using your software do better, I suppose? Yeah, I think um, you're right. I think this inflationary period we're in actually has a potential to hit our customer base more than COVID really did. Uh, I think we already do a lot of stuff. I think our main thing is going to be about education, educating to make sure you're checking your prices and use the features that are already there. We already have like supplier price list importing, supplier invoice importing, automation, trying to get uh, that data in so that you make sure you're charging the right amount on jobs. Um, so I think it's going to be a big thing about education and uh, to make sure they're using everything that's currently available. Yeah, I think that's fair because, um, and we were talking, and, and a big message at this whole ZeroCon event has been don't forget the little things and the basic things. And sometimes when you're stressed or busy, which tradies are right now, you forget those little things like, okay, maybe I do need to talk to my customers that prices are changing every day. And so my quote needs to be a bit more flexible or it's to talk to them about variations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's cool that education is, is part, part of ServiceMate. Uh, so what, what's the future in the next few years for, for ServiceMate? Any, anything changing or are you just still honing in on, on what you do good already? Like for example, will ServiceMate be embedded inside of Zero? Because there's been a bit of talk about third party apps <laughs> and being inside of Zero. I mean, in many ways, we already are. Um, <laughs> like you, you can sign up to a ServiceMate account, start a trial, and yep. then subscribe through the Zero App Store. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's just a really streamlined way to yep. get started, uh, make that Zero connection happen, import all your clients and materials, and then just manage your login credentials and, and that entire process as well. Yep. So um, yep. it just, it, you know, because we're such a good uh, fit together, we can't, I say we're an end-to-end -end job management solution um, because you kind of instill this best practice workflow of, Yep. You know, job management, communication, customer service, but also your accounting and bookkeeping by connecting ServiceMate and Zero together. So, nice. um, yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to have a chat yeah, with us. You. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> other thing? It's other thing time. <laughs> So yeah, they, they were our chats. I thought it was really great. Um, I'm really excited about Kogo. I'm, I'm excited to learn a bit more about ServiceMate and the changes that they've got coming through. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's go into our other thing. Cool. Who's got, who's got I've, I've got another thing. Okay. Um, so I'm a big fan of the TV show uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's good. I'm loving it. I like that. I'm loving it. <laughs> It's I've seen the start of it. I didn't get into it. Uh, yeah, so I'm a, Jade's kind of like that too. I'm like, come on, Jade, let's keep watching. And then yeah. it's probably because there's podcast, the yeah. podcast content. In probably there. that made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it podcast is, stuff. It is really funny about that, like the, the releasing the podcast. Yeah. That their whole thing is that they're the the first podcast to release a true crime investigation as it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got no story. They've yeah. just got a week to week. Like it's this guy. And I like how he's just like, can you repeat that, please? Yeah. <laughs> but the second season it gets even funnier they just oh, record nice. everything like oh, they just awesome. like let's <laughs> <laughs> just start recording <laughs> but um, but no I'm, I'm a massive Steve Martin fan the guy's just got a direct line to my funny bone I don't know why but he does and uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying it it's good mm, even Selena Gomez is great which I've never she like, is good I've never been I've never watched that much with her or yeah. listened to her music and I didn't have any expectation but I was like she's actually awesome in this I rate her yeah mm. yeah so that's my other thing this week it's only murders in the building 
Cool, nice. yeah. mm. um, my other thing is I'm recently returned to netball. So Ooh. I had a couple of months off, nice. broke my finger nice. playing netball, and now I'm back. Well That's done. Great. How's it feel to be back? Really, really good. Yeah. Missed it. So cool. it's great. Nice. Playing uh, in the circle uh, in defense? Yes. Oh, mm, good. Stopping Always. goals. Mm. Always. I like to say every goal saved is like three goals scored. Except it doesn't count that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta get, your shooters have got to get it in. Otherwise, you still don't win. I like to say Damn. every goal scored <laughs> is a goal scored. <laughs> Classic shooter. Am I right, Beck? Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't aware you guys it. were even on the, on the field. You should dye your hair blonde. Court. You should dye your hair blonde and get a shorter skirt then. I should call myself Jamie Tart. No, it's a Ted Lasso reference. You are <laughs> You and your Ted Lasso. Well, I was listening to a podcast with him on it last night. That's why I was. That's why I, I remembered him. They won an award or were nominated for an they won. They, they won. won it. Yeah, they won it several. Solid. And the last time they won a bunch as well. Succession won an award as well, yeah. which is a TV show I've talked about before. Yeah, which is about the Murdoch family. Well, that's oh, how it started yeah. out. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. that. At, we were at yeah. um, Diracon. Yes. Definitely yeah. check it. Okay, so my other thing hmm. is a future other thing. Okay. Yeah. You so a baby? we're recording yeah. this. We get it. We know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're planning to chat yeah. about that. Um, in like I'm two happily months. married and having a baby and stuff. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. Good for All you, right. Tim. <laughs> uh, that, that might not be the case in two months. All right. It could be completely different. Yeah. But no, mm. my other thing. Mm. This is going to go out in about two weeks. This episode. Yeah. About right. Week. So about two days ago, Essendon mm. interviewed prospective coaches. Yes, we're talking about yep, AFL, okay. okay. so tune out now. Not James Hurd? Uh, James Hurd was one of the interviewees. Ooh. And they were like apparently full day interviews, apparently. Mm. Very big. Mm. Um, so Hurdy, for everyone listening out there, he was at the helm coaching our side when mm. that whole drug saga happened, mm. um, which was an unfortunate event. Mm. I don't think Hurdy wanted that to happen, but he no. was the coach. He was the head honcho at the time. Yep. A lot of people think he should never be able to coach a team again, let alone mm. Essendon. Yep. Yeah. I'm not in that camp. <laughs> I love this guy. So I'm just going to say, I think it's going to be Hurdy. Mm. And if it's not Hurdy, I think Are it should go for this one. It should be Brad Scott. Okay. Okay. So this is my prediction. Yeah. By the time this episode airs, mm. we might know who the coach is. Okay. I'm excited for that. It's a future other thing. What was James Hurd's argument? He's just like, I'm James Hurd. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that's then, like, it's, it's actually terrible because mm. he got destroyed. Like his whole life mm. got just poo-pooed. He got mm. cancelled, basically. And there's still media commentators just out for his blood. Mm. So the fact that he got an interview, some of the main AFL um, media commentators were like, Damien Barrett, if you're listening, which you're not because you're a jerk. Um, even though I listen to your podcast. <laughs> but he hates Hurdy and he hates mm. the idea of him coming back and coaching at Essendon. So, which is fair, but get off your high horse, mate. Mm. All right. What have you ever done, Damo? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, great stuff. Um, <laughs> Riveting. You know, yeah. And that's a segue into Too Drunk Footy. Yeah. So we, we, have, we haven't, we probably won't do it now. Um, but I can do it remotely. But, but I do just want to give a quick update on Too Drunk Footy because um, I don't know if you know this, Tim, but um, last time we did it, and I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, um, we did predictions. <laughs> we Brownlow, did. Who Brownlow who was on this Sunday night. All these things we did predictions for. And I got every one of them right. <laughs> 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 you just I don't even watch the footy. You just looked up the most likely. Yeah, but list. you guys watch, and you still didn't choose the ones on the list. I know. But I chose the ones on the list, and 
success sometimes the answer is right there in front of you Dan and you just choose not to choose it but mm. yeah no we should do that again we can do it remotely because mm. Chris has he's a Swans fan they're in a preliminary final this weekend yep. which by the time this podcast airs maybe they've won a grand final yep <laughs> and um yeah, we talked about the James Heard news. I was like, oh, Terrigal, my team, are playing Chris's team, Kleinyvale, yeah. in the local first grade grand final this Saturday. That's so, exciting. Yeah, go the Panthers. Go Terrigal. <laughs> we, um, I'm financially obliged to say go Panthers. <laughs> you are. You sponsor them. <laughs> I have no such allegiance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. It's been um, great. We're going to be releasing a bunch more episodes about uh, our experiences at Zerocon. With There's so many other funny stories that we just didn't get to because it's just a wild ride of a weekend. Like, our photo they did a whole presentation on us in the main stage <laughs> all yeah, about you guys. we yeah. made it no, <laughs> we made it our partner Paige's interview photos came up behind yeah. the main interview Huge for like a, for like a whole minute but if you look 4, if you look at a photo it's someone presenting on a massive stage just with us. all these photos it, it looks like they're just talking about us <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny <laughs> Great stuff. Anyway, if you want to get in touch, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com. Um, get in touch with us on all the social medias because we've got lots of fun stuff going on there. There's just two drunk accountants everywhere. Uh, go find us on our website, twodrunkaccountants.com.au, where our online sites uh, course content will be going live pretty soon. Um, keep an eye out for our merch updates because we will be um, making them available to people soon. Yeah. Very so, exciting. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, thanks for being with us, Beck. Thanks, no worries. Beck. Thanks for having me. No worries. Come back anytime. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Roddy, and we will calculate.